I just feel like my content's going to be through the roof, so nobody will be distracted by how it sounded. It'll just be blown away by all these explosive things. Oh, cool. I'm my really, opinions. I'm, and I'm excited for it. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah. I have to figure th- some things. I don't have to figure out some things. Let's see. You mean in life or just with the uh, recording? Uh, lots of things. I think I can. Okay, we can. There's this thing, I want to see if I can do a screen share, because there's something I've been wanting to watch with somebody. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, fuck, I can't. Shit. All right. Well, there goes that idea. I had this... I like that your icon is, like, talking, though. It's cool. The AlexCast.com icon. It shows it, like, talk. It's good. Oh, yeah. It's got that, like, circle around it. That, that po- yeah, yeah. Yeah. I found you this... Hear that? That's my coffee mug rubbing up against the microphone. That's horrifying. Oh, you know, that might have been what I was hearing before, actually. <laughs> um, I found this... Aw- well, it doesn't matter. We can't do it. I found this awesome thing. I, I, I don't have uh, Amazon Prime anymore. Um, it, it's got... It, the In the streaming service, I found this ridiculous uh, tarot um, video that somebody put up, and it's... It's just the worst thing ever, and, and right. I just, I but I forgot I don't have Amazon Prime anymore, so that doesn't help. Yeah, if I had Amazon Prime, I'd probably not get anything done ever. Yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, it's wonderful. It's a great service, and I recommend it wholeheartedly, and especially if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber and you click on the Amazon link on AlexCast.com oh, before right. you buy anything, because that shit was smooth. Um, no, I like it, but I, I thankfully... I think I've watched every show I want to. So I, I kind of ran out of shit to watch. I'm like, oh, this is nice. All right. I have my life back. Yeah, I think I've plateaued a little bit with television, which is weird. Because like, there's even stuff that's like I'm behind a couple seasons on stuff, but it's like I don't care that much about it. You know, there's nothing like I'm dying to see at the moment. Well, I, they do call me uh, TV Master Bolin. So what, what, what shows are you behind on? I can tell you if it's worth finishing. Oh, it's nothing good. Uh, let's see. Oh, I only watch garbage, too. Don't worry. <laughs> this is going to be bad. Uh, Lilyhammer. They put out the third season of Lilyhammer. That's Stephen Van Zandt. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes, and if it's anything like those first two, don't bother watching it because I didn't like them very much. Oh, I was in, I went through the first two seasons. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and I actually liked the first one, and I kind of hated the second one, and that's why I, I guess I just didn't follow up with it. To be fair, I didn't actually hate it. I just um, didn't. It didn't grab me. I think it's mostly because I think Little Stephen is just such a I hate his, uh, how, Stick. yeah, like, just, but not even like I hate, like, he, I wouldn't mind hanging out with him. Like, I've got nothing against the guy, but he's just uh, got like such a, like, he's too, like, bubbly. Like, I, I like, I, I like a person to be a little bit more miserable and it kind of, yeah, that's it, a fair point. He does seem like he doesn't have a care in the world. Even, even when he's playing a mobster, he's very like, yeah. And it just, it, it's awkward for me as a, as a miserable person that I'm like, I don't, you're just so like, 
you take so much value out of the world. And it's like, oh, this is weird. But it's almost probably good to have, a, especially if he's connected. I don't mean like the mob connected. I mean, like, you know, as he probably is in real life connected to like, you know, he's probably he'll probably get you into some places and get you some, you know, it's probably nice to have a friend like that in real life. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, if I knew him as a person, but knowing him as a randomly shows up on shows I listen to personality, it's, yeah. ugh, God, stop oh, being exhausting. so, yeah, you're just, oh, you're so fucking nice and, ugh, stop liking life, you prick. <laughs> He's got nothing not to like. He's had the best fucking, you know, like the easiest, I want to say the easiest ride, but I mean, come on, I mean, playing guitar in a. In a rock and roll band. band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different band, though. Yeah. Wait, what's that? Oh, nothing. I was, I was trying to do lyrics to a song. It didn't really work. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. He's all right. Yeah. Well, all right. So, Lily Hammer. What else? Lily, um, all these shows on Netflix. I, Top of the Lake. I wanted to watch. Top of the Lake. I recommend. I like that, and I think it's only one season. If it isn't, um, I've only seen the first season, but I liked it. You really have seen everything. Um, what's that one that's on Sundance? That's about the killer trying to got off on DNA evidence and. Uh... Uh, I can't remember. I want to say sanctify, but it's not that. It's something like that. It's mm, I haven't seen that one. Trying to readjust into the world, and I haven't seen it. Yet. Uh, I haven't seen that one. I like Daredevil. Daredevil, I liked a lot. Yeah, I that one actually like really ruined my life for about three days because I just yeah that I was couldn't all I did. Yeah. I I haven't been that binge watchy since like like The Wire. Like I was just it just give me more of this. This is exactly what I want. Because yeah, that was perfect. Like the tone was great. And I was such in the mood to watch exactly something like that. Like, th- there's some times in my life that I probably would have just watched it and be like, oh, that's cool. But, like, I was in, that's the exact itch I had at that moment. It's like, oh, this is, oh, this is what I want. Yeah, because I had forgotten about it. And then it was like, you know, like when you turn it on and it says, hey, you might want be interested in Daredevil. I'm like, you bet your fucking balls I'm interested in. Yeah. And then I just, like, watched, like, five of them right there. Yeah, it's quite good. I, I'd been reading about it. I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. So I checked that Friday it got released and then I realized I was, like, a month early. And I totally forgot yeah, about it until, sucks, yeah. until the same thing as you. I, I went on Netflix to, I don't know, I was going to watch old episodes of Sliders or something. I'm like, ooh, Daredevil's actually out now. <laughs> Have you watched, well, you know, they're doing like two other ones too, right? They're doing, uh, yeah, they're doing and, uh, uh, Jessica Jones, I think. Right? Jessica Jones, which I know, know nothing about. And they're doing like the Luke Cage uh, guy with the power fist, whatever those dudes are. Yeah, yeah, power, yeah, yeah Iron Fist. Yeah. Iron Fist, yeah. I think that's okay. what they're doing, yeah. They're actually, they're getting close to too much. Like, we're, we're getting very close to too much comic books. Well, well, The Punisher is coming out, too. Oh, he's going to be on uh, Daredevil. Maybe. Yeah, and I think they're giving them, I think he's supposed to do his own series from that. Oh, God. He's the, it's the Walking Dead guy, right? The, I don't oh, that's right. Yeah, I did read that. Yeah, the the one that played um, the douchey, the douchey yeah. of the two, detect, the two cops. The dead cop. He's the dead one now. Why do you want to give spoilers? I, is that a spoiler? I thought that was like I that was honestly the last thing I think I ever saw. Yeah, no, that was a whole bunch of seasons ago. I just um That's why I figured it was like safe. Yeah, it's I, I really actually don't care about spoilers. I wouldn't even right say now. what his name was. <laughs> well, I think the douchier of the two cops gives it away. The do- well, I don't know. It depends on your uh No, but I mean you're gonna know if, if Rick died. Like you're gonna you're doesn't matter how much spoilers you're trying to avoid. If they kill the yeah, main character true. of a TV show and it keeps going, you're gonna hear about it. Well, that's what happened with, uh, that's when I stopped being into Game of Thrones when Sean Bean went out in like that eighth episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. You know, I somehow still stuck with that show, which is weird because I watched it pretty much because of Sean Bean and, um, and Jason Momoa, Mom- 
the guy that plays Cal Drogo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, all the people, like, the, the two yeah. guys. That's why I was watching. Yeah. Well, actually, it was more so Cal Drogo. I, Sean Bean, I don't really care about, but I liked, like, he kind of hooked me as I watched it. Well, that got me to watch it, yeah. And yeah. Then, I mean, I guess that was the point, trying to get you to watch it. And then get into it. I mean, I like uh, Dinklage a lot and uh, Carcetti from The Wire, but it wasn't enough to keep. Like, I, I think I saw this, I stuck through it to the second season. And I just kind of got like, okay, they're just going to randomly kill whoever they want for shock value. Just yeah. Carcetti from The Wire, who's that? Uh, The mayor. Remember the guy who played The Mayor on The Wire? He's on. He's, he's like the one who. Did a heel turn on Sean Bean and got him. Uh, he's got the mustache. Littlefinger? Is that his name on there? Yeah, that's uh, that's the guy from The Wire? Oh, yeah, it's the mayor. Oh, no shit. I could totally... Oh, yeah, that's right, because he's like, he's like a DA in the beginning, right? Yeah, and then he's turning on... The guy that Roy goes, shit! And... Right? Doesn't yeah. he stab that guy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I totally... Know. I never put that together. Yeah, all those HBO guys, they keep working for HBO. Yeah, that's all the dudes from I I don't the guy that does John from Cincinnati. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, David's no, David Simon's the wire. No, it's like a Milch. Uh, Milch. Yeah. Oh, that is. It. Oh, uh, I thought I was going to say it wrong on purpose. Um, yeah, his those guys show up in everything together. Yeah, and it's. Well, really I just go- watched the the first episode of the new True Detective. But Dan from Deadwood is on that. Oh, really? There was somebody else from something else. Somebody from the Wires on True Detective. I was sitting at the bar one night and they were watching some garbage sitcom and Butchie was on. Uh, <laughs> and but then uh, uh, I think the the doctor, the lawyer, showed up in the same episode. I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? Yeah, it's like somebody was a fan, so they just cast everybody. Yeah, and that's my guess. Is there's just a casting that drives me nuts because I loved John from Cincinnati and just really they killed it. Right? I mean, I should say I loved it, but I mean, I really liked it. And right when it looked like it was about to go somewhere, that's it. Yeah, that made me really sad. I still, I actually, I rewatch that pretty often. You know, it's that's really? one of those ones I've gone back to a few times. I never rewatched it because I know that there was no, you know, I'm mean, like I knew there was like it kind of, kind of like felt like it wasn't done at all. So I mean, Deadwood's like one that I always go back to, even though that kind of feels like it didn't finish up either. Yeah, but, Deadwood felt like it probably needed another season, but that one I have no desire to go back to. Like I enjoyed it, but I don't I feel it. like I really want to watch it again. It's dense. It's like The Wire. I, I, I wound up rewatching most of The Wire. On, they did a marathon on New Year's this year. So it was like hard to avoid. And it was just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and, you know, watch The Wire while it's snowing out and enjoy yeah. myself. And of course, you get sucked in right away. No, I mean, I get that. I guess if I had TV in that way, that it's like I could accidentally do it, I probably would watch them again. Yeah, it's harder for me to like actually sit down and say I'm going to do it. I don't know why. Like, in other words, I won't say I'm going to commit three hours to watching a movie, you know, like a three-hour movie. But if it happens to be on, I'll probably wind up watching. That's why I, know, I feel like I'm like, well, I'm leaving the potential open to do something. Yeah, I'm. Whereas I, if you sit down to do it, it's like you're giving those three hours up. Yeah, no, I, I dig that. That's why I um, don't have cable, so I can't accidentally do stuff like that. Smart. Yeah, which Definitely. is why I've seen everything because I've ran out of shows because I found ways to waste time and now i'm like oh fuck i'm out of absolutely everything like i need to either start liking more programming or find other shit to do with my life what about black mirror i keep I, hearing that's great everybody tells me that's started. great i haven't gotten around to it and and then i was kind of semi-curious to watch the Wachowski brother thing 
Oh, Sense or, 8. I guess they're not Wachowski brothers. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, Wachowski siblings. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sense Eight. I was just, I was just recommended that uh, yesterday by a friend, saying that I, it, it probably um, hit my sensibilities. Apparently, it's, I don't know if it's based on or just in the style of Philip K. Dick, which is something I quite like. See, that's interesting. I don't know how much more goodwill they have though from that Matrix movie. Like, I don't really like. They really, I didn't see Speed Racer, and I know somebody who really liked Speed Racer, but I'm willing to discount that for good or ill. But I feel like they keep getting chances to make stuff. Like, that Jupiter Ascending just bombed to shit. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. That, like, that was, that was like a two-year-old movie, I think, and they yeah. finally just put it out because, like, fuck it. I must try to make something off this. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, yeah, now I do remember that happening. But... I mean, The Matrix was a long time ago. They had anything since then? Um, that was a hit. Did they do Cloud Atlas? They did do Cloud Atlas, and I never saw the whole thing at Cloud Atlas. I all, read right, the, all right, so that's. I read the good. book. Uh, I didn't watch the movie, but I think it. I think it did well. I, I at least I heard about it a lot. That might have been a, all right. So point point withdrawn. Well, no, I mean not really, because the last Matrix movie was. Like, oh, I hated I hated the second two. But that was like well over a decade ago, and we can come up with one other movie that may have yeah, sort of done good. <laughs> yeah, it's the brand, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I've been watching. I feel like there's like I've been watching good TV shows, and I can't think of a single fucking one. I watched the fucking Burbs. I used to watch the Burbs. It was like one of my good going to bed movies with Tom Hanks. You know, like, yeah, I love that huh. movie and art from uh, the guy from. I just found out died last week. The guy he had all these small parts. Rick Dukeman. He had all these small parts in the eighties. Oh really? Who else was he in? He was in. Um, see, this is great. Now I can't think of anything else that he was in. He was in the last Boy Scout. He had a small little role where they crashed a car into the pool. And I'm looking, uh, at, I'm looking him up. I don't know. Do, um, the bird. Right now he's. Um, you know. That's what I want to know because those those uh, those guy actors I'm a big fan of. Yeah, he was in the last action hero for like a second. He played the Ripper's agent. The last action hero is one of the greatest movies ever made. So I'm gonna tell you what it's terrible, but it's kind of, I used to like it when I was a kid. Like I was like I don't see what the big deal is. And to be honest with you, it's not as stupid as any of those other movies. I mean, it's just as stupid as any of those. Well, that, no, I I wasn't being all that sarcastic. I think for the okay. genre, I actually I, like I think it's one of the better. Like I think it's it's smart. It's it's self referential and how stupid it is. I'm I'm yeah. I'm quite the fan. Oh, here he is, Rick Dukobon. He plays Art Weingartner. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah he wasn't like everything ever. I know he just pops up. And- oh, he was in Groundhog's Day. Is what I know him from. Yeah. That was the one I was trying to think of. I couldn't think of what the yeah. He's the, you're on the glasses half empty kind of guy. Yeah, he was Cindy's dad in Scary Movie. I think that was like a big deal. Yeah. That's a, um, good, that's a good role to get. He was the dead lawyer in Brimstone, which I actually really liked that show and got canceled too early. Brimstone? Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot about that show. Oh, uh, it was a big, big. I, I love that dude. What's his name? Something Glover, I think. Corey Glover. No, that's the guy from Living Color. Yeah. But that I guy. Know, John Glover. John Glover, yeah. He's he, like, I'll pretty much just watch him in anything. Gremlins too. He was fantastic. In oh, that's true. It wasn't Gremlins. Doesn't he fuck the uh, the transsexual Gremlin? No, that's the other guy. Oh, that's the other um, guy. Okay, yeah. Security guy. And Rick Dukeman was also in Gremlins. I just too. noticed that he plays guy. Clamp Center security guard. So you see it all from, because Joe Dante directed 
The Burbs, too. Well, he's also Hunt for Red October, Little Monsters, The Burbs. Oh, he's in Die Hard. He turned off the power. That's right. Die His Hard. name is Walt in Die Hard. Walt. He played That's a, a good pri- 80s name. prison guard in uh, Spaceballs. Oh, uh, yeah. Multiple yeah, appearances that- on the Max Hedrum TV show. That's interesting. Ooh, 227, Moonlighting. This guy was everywhere. He was everywhere. He was in the Amazing Stories TV show. And that's it. A, I think he was a stand-up, to be honest. I think he started as a stand-up. Really? Yeah, he was on Comic Relief or something, I remember. Huh. You know, now, gotta, now that I'm going through, I'm like, my God, yeah, I know this guy's face from fucking everything, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like one of those 80s guys that sticks with you sometimes. And it's like, ah, oh, he died, that sucks. He was, he was uh, complications from advanced diabetes. Jesus, that's rough. Well, that's, like, that's like beating around the bush. Yeah. Well, at least he got to advanced. You'd hate to die from yeah, amateur diabetes. Complications from advanced diabetes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stand-up comedy at a Vancouver club. Um, he was put on TV by Alan Thicke. Ooh, there's a... Famous, well, they were, he's Canadian. Famous, famous father of uh, the Blurred Lines guy. Um, I'm sick of the night. Yeah. Well, God, Godspeed, D- Richard Dennis Ducomun at six foot two. 1.88 <laughs> millimeters. Born in Good Prince Albert, point. Saskatchewan, Canada. Ooh, let's here. Let's see how, how well you know your uh, your. Here's some here's some trivia. He uh, he starred along with Bill Ryder in the Canadian kids show Zigzag. These aren't. Now I want to trivia questions. Oh yeah. Uh, did you know that him and his brother Peter started the legendary skateboard Canadian skateboard company Skull Skates in the late 1970s? I did not know that until last week when I saw, saw there was a picture of him with skateboards and they said he was a big skateboard guy. Huh. Well, here's, here's a really great piece of trivia from the site. I'm going to read this directly. In Los Angeles, California with his three children and wife. They didn't <laughs> that actually, is trivia. they didn't put live or anything. They just put in Los in. Angeles, California with his three, like it's just <laughs> where he is. Weird. All right. He was in Last Boy Scout, which had another good that guy actor uh who died this year uh taylor negron taylor negron yeah guy. i i you i eulogized him on this show yeah because i uh i i remember him quite well he was one of those dudes he that great. the second i saw his face on the uh you know the every single website ever that day i was like holy fuck that guy yeah 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 he was he was really good he was i i just watched did you watch that show comedians on fx no billy crystal oh definitely not uh. <laughs> It wasn't that good. Uh, he, yeah, but he popped up on that. I hardly even recognized. Ugh. Oh, I hate Billy Crystal. Like, I, I can't. I, the last thing I maybe liked him in was The Princess Bride. And that's only wow. because I like that movie a lot. I actually kind of liked him better than the other. The other guy was uh, Josh Gad on the show. And I actually kind of liked Billy Crystal better than Josh Gad. I don't know who Josh Gad is, but he's got to be like Hitler-like. Because I'm trying to think what the hell he's in. He's in. He was in Frozen, which they kept referencing him on the show. Oh, that's no, that's where I know his name from. Is he's in Frozen? Because I I've never seen that um, movie, but I heard his name around because he's supposed to be. And the yeah, the Book of Mormon was the other big thing. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he's been on O and A. That's where I know his name from. Back when there was yeah, an O and A. Yeah. Back when there was an O and A. Yeah. Times well, they are changing. I know. Rest in peace. That guy I already forgot his name and. Opie and Anthony. Yeah, and Ron and Fez. Oh, yeah, and Ron think, and Fez. I don't think that happened since I've talked to you. No, that's true. Yeah, let's talk about Ron and Fez. Um, okay. Here's, here's what I have to say about that. Thank fucking God 
holy yeah, was shit, was I tired bad. of this? Like, oh man, it's such a relief. Like the new show is just, oh, it's so relaxing. Like it's not just every second of every show worrying about what that dude's going to flip out about. Oh, so nice. It's like, and listen, I, when he was on, I mean, you know, it shouldn't just be about whether he's funny or not. I mean, I hope, I hope he's in a better place. I hope everything's well from him. Listen, I've met him a few times. He's a very nice guy. And he was very funny when he was on, but it was like he almost forgot he was there sometimes until Ron would say, like, are you doing there, big cat? You all right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm freaking out a little bit. It's like, oh, God. And then it just that would be the show there. That's where the show would go. And that would be it. And it's just sound. it's like cool. That, I think his daughter's great. Yeah. I think she's, she's funny. Yeah. Especially and for I mean, like how little my time she's had so far. Uh, I yeah, I, I'm very impressed. Yeah. So I, I really like it. You know, and I mean, I, I would imagine you'd hear from Fez at some point, even though he's he was never touch a radio mic again. But. Well, uh, uh, somebody asked about him, and Braun said, uh, he said, uh, Fez says that he no longer lives a public life. That was his, that was his statement. <laughs> well, maybe that'll work for him. Maybe that's the best thing for him, who knows. Here's what I was hoping would happen, and unfortunately it didn't, but I would love to have the fans, like the first call on the new show, be like, hey, Ron, can we call Fez? And just have the show be him fucking harassing his old partner. <laughs> Like, I know it wouldn't happen, but man, that would have made me fucking happy. Just, like, fuck you. You you ruined my show for a decade. <laughs> I mean, he was really, I remember, like, a year ago, maybe right before they went to Raw Dog, he, like, Ron was getting, like, angry about it. And he's like, I gotta think about whether I want to do this anymore. It's like, I want to turn it into a fucking therapy session. And then, uh, and Fez was, like, begging him not to end the show and all that stuff. And then uh, whatever you're doing makes everything sound worse. What's that? Whatever you're doing makes everything sound worse. I just I... Oh, wait. What am I doing? I don't know. There's like a whoosh, 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 noise, and then your your mic's going in and out. Oh God! I must have been... Is that better? Um. Yeah, I think so. I think you're actually, actually rubbing something against the mic. It sounded like. Oh, I was scratching. Oh, that's it. Yeah, but like I think was, uh, wow, I think maybe you're up. hitting a chord because yeah, it, it 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 really was picking up, and then the mic was going out. You know, um, sorry. You know, I didn't mean to like throw everything off. I just no, no, you know, no. That's good. I'm glad you it's it, it, it's good. I think you know, a lot to have the audience. You know, there was, was a sticker on the uh, top of my laptop. I was scratching it off. Son of a bitch! Is it an Alex Cast sticker? Because if you're scratching that off, I'll be pissed. No, I, I'd be smoothing it on. Oh well, you 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 should do that. I sent some to Tyler. Get one from him. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, you know, I have to grab something. Tyler just traded me. Oh, well, traded me. He brought me some records for my show. Uh, the other day. Oh, yeah? Which is nice. Yeah, he kind of like shows up randomly with stacks of records and goes, here, you should play these for a couple weeks. What, what so records? Like, Anything good? David Lynch record. Oh, uh, uh, Happy I, Clown Music, yeah. that one? Or whatever it yeah. is? Yeah, yeah. And uh, a Joy Division single with a B-side that I wasn't aware of. Which I, I haven't listened to any of them yet, which is unfortunate because I've been kind of getting killed with work, so I haven't sent, you know, make sure that everything's cool to play. And a uh, jazz record. I actually forget who the hell it was, but it's probably it was jazz. It's probably just Duke jazz, Ellington. Every jazz that? person is Duke Ellington. Yeah, exactly. Some some Duke Ellington jazz. Exactly. I don't even Ooh. call it jazz. I just call it Duke Ellington. Just some Duke Ellington. What do, the what genre? Do, what are you not allowed to play on the show? Just stuff with swears. Yeah, pretty much. And I've I've certainly gotten away with a lot of that through probably the fact that nobody was listening at the time. So 
or anybody who was to give a shit. I mean, um, I, I played a Janet, ja- Janet, Jackson, Janet Joplin album song, and uh, it was live. And I only played it because it was, I mean, I like her, but I mean, I played it because it was a longer version of a song I like. And I kind of wasn't paying attention to it. So every once in a while, I'll throw one of the old shows on to like, you know, just listen back and see how it was. And uh, I heard I heard the song and in the middle of it, she starts talking. And she says, you know, I hope we all just fucking love everybody. Everybody oh, yeah. loves everybody. I was like, whoa. I'm like, all right. So I got that through. I mean, that was like months ago and I never heard anything about that. But then the Sunday show's on the air, so I got to be a little more careful with that. Who the hell knows? Oh, the other one's pre-recorded. No, it's it's just it's on the internet only on Thursday. Oh, I thought you broadcast. I, I oh, I thought that one got broadcasted too. All right. No, actually, and I kind of like. I almost I like the Thursday show better. I don't know if it's because it's Thursday and then the next day is Friday, and then on when I do the Sunday night show, it's till one a.m. and then I gotta go home. It's like Monday. You know what I mean? Because I don't get home till like two o'clock in the morning after that. And then I got to go to work like, you know, in six hours. So it's just like kind of a drag, really. But That was like um, seriously about 30% of the lyrics to Friday I'm in love. Just to, you know. It was. Yeah. You know, I often talk in Cure songs. Then on Saturday I wait. And uh, always Sunday it always comes too late. <laughs> um, so what's what's the Sunday? Should, tell people what, what we're talking about. Oh, uh, I am doing two radio shows on. WFDU FM. One's on uh, Thursday, 6 to 10 p.m., which is called Thursday Night. And it's, that's kind of more, t- it's four hours, so it's a little more uh, bullshitting about nonsense. And a lot of, you know, there's a lot of music, but there's a lot more, you know, uh, chattering. You know, I've guests on for, uh, you know, I, we had somebody up who does art shows a couple weeks ago. She was telling us about stuff like that. And, Try to make it a little more of a variety show. Then the Sunday show is on uh, 89.1 FM if you're in the area or uh, WFDU.FM. Uh, Wait, w, w, WFDU.FM? Huh? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and what area is that? It's like Teaneck, but it actually, it's pretty much New York because they just got a transmitter, uh, a new transmitter that widen the area quite a bit so all right most of the calls i get are from new york so if you're in the new york area listen to sean on those what was the number uh 89.1 89.1 that's a lot more talk i mean we're all more uh, music like i keep getting they must send your name out to people when you get shows because i keep getting emails from publicists that want me to interview their band all right so I've been doing like these 10 minute phoners at 11 o'clock at night for these bands. And I, I forget about them a lot of the time. So I kind of got to wing it. <laughs> it's it's kind of bad. I mean, there's been a couple of really cool bands and I've been lucky with that, but there's been a couple of times like where I just totally forgot about it and the phone will ring. I'm like, Oh yeah, hold on. I'll put you through. And I'll be like, you know, the, cause they'll say like, Oh, Hey, it's Steven from the Eagles or something. You know? And it'll be like, Oh, okay. So I'll be like, <laughs> All right, well, Stephen from the Eagles is on the line. Why don't you tell us about the big show coming up? And then, of course, they take it. And I go with it from there. But um, And it's not even because I don't care. It's just because I kind of agree to everything. And then, you know, I, it goes so fast that you kind of forget, oh, yeah, that's this week. Yeah, no, I, I, I do know that. Back when I was trying to book guests more often, I, I've actually done that on a once a week 
full show where somebody would like, I had a guy show up to my apartment and I'm like, oh fuck. Like I was glad oh, wow. I was here. Like That's I just bad. totally forgot I booked one. <laughs> That's funny. I know that I had this, uh, this girl, uh, Ida Blue, Miss Ida Blue. She's a jazz singer. She has uh, members of like Woody Allen's band, jazz band play with her. And, and they, they came up to the studio. There's like six of them. And I mean, the studio is small. I mean, it's like, you know, the size of a, I don't know, a bedroom maybe. You know what I mean, it's not. It's not a big studio. Plus, you got all the, you know, the, the, there's a big desk with three computers on there, so it's really pretty tiny. And uh, squeezed all these jazz guys up there with a stand-up bass and a snare drum and a guitar and a tuba. I think. So. I think the guy had a tuba. It was nuts. It was just uh, this jazz band. It sounded great. I mean, through no fault of mine. I mean, I did nothing. I just put the mics on, but I've been lucky with some of that shit. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, cool. It's weird that you, like, when you have somebody in the studio, because I run out of shit. You know what I mean? Like, if they're not going to run with it, I, I got nothing. You know what I mean, it's hard to pull shit out of them. And I almost feel bad, because it's like, if they, if they come all this way up to talk about something, and then, you know, they got nothing to talk about, it's kind of boring. I feel bad, like, cutting them off after 15 minutes. It's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's the live thing. That's a lot of the reason I don't go live for this show. And I've never had it. But the the idea of running out of shit to say. Yeah. And then, like, because you're, like, actually doing a show that's, you know, broadcast. That just sounds terrifying. Or not broadcast, but, you know, goes out live. Like, yeah. Like, that's just. Oh, that's just sending shivers down my spine of like, and it's never happened in the four plus years I've been doing this show. It's never happened, but still I'm like terrified of that idea. Well, it was funny. Like one of the, one of the times I think, I don't remember. It might've been a singer or somebody I had up and, and I prepared. I mean, I really try sometimes to prepare for them. So it's like, I, I had like 10 questions and I had, you know, all their information written out. So I could repeat it, you know, after a couple of minutes, just, to, you know, keep pounding it home like when the show was or whatever the hell it was. And I swear to God, like I asked two questions and they answered all of my questions within the two questions. So I was done in like five minutes. Like I had <laughs> nothing left. And it wasn't like they were just verbose and you could, cause I mean, a lot of times, I mean, like we didn't talk before this, and, like, you know, but I mean, like, you know, we have enough frame of reference to kind of just wing it. You know what I mean? So it's like when, when it's like that, it's fine. I mean, when you know somebody, even if you don't know somebody, I mean, you know, but you start, talking about something you can kind of bounce off that a little bit but if it's just somebody answering the questions that you ask them and that's it and not giving you anything else it's, it goes quick i mean you know it's like five minutes and it's like okay well i mean did you want to talk about your record anymore did you want to play a song did you want to do if not i gotta you know we're gonna go to a song and you can leave if you want because i got nothing else yeah that's like the, those i think are... the live thing's different i think it's i think you'd be fine with it well, if I get to play music, yeah. That's true. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, because the, the live thing, like doing a live uh, talk radio show is the, the thing that kind of, it's not that it makes it, like, I would do it. I, I would I would jump on any show, like, that's fine. But yeah. it, that's the thing that I would like, if I have any nerves about this stuff, it's that, because that idea is just weird to me, because there's no cause. It's just weird to me because it, it never happens. But for some reason, I'm, I'm made nervous by it. But if I could, if I could throw it a song, then I don't think I'd be nervous at all. Because yeah, because it's something to go to. Yeah, yeah. Dying, and then yeah. get get your get your shit back together, ducks in a row, and then come back swinging. 
Yeah, no, that's true. And I mean, I was a little nervous about that at first, but that kind of goes away because it's just like, well, it's done. You know, I mean, like I'm done. It's out there. I mean, that's what I know. I had talked to you about doing a podcast, and I, you know, I had taped a bunch of them. I, you know, I taped you know twenty minutes here and there, and but you can. I mean, and this is why you're, I would imagine you probably don't listen back to too much of it anymore, right? You just kind of oh god no, yeah. it and go back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, before you put it out. No, I don't. I don't listen to. I listen to nothing. I yeah. I listen to. You the, would probably go nuts, right? You'd probably go nuts, like trying to cut it up, or you know. Like, I, this no, I used or, to go nuts cutting it up, like not cutting it up, but like cutting out ums and yeah. anytime I get stuck on a word, I would try to fix it. But after a while, I just I got down to the editing where I stopped saying um as much, so that took care of itself, and then. I knew how to run filters where I didn't really even have to listen to it. I just knew what the waveform looked like to make it sound good. So I listen now with it's the theme songs. I listen to the first like four words of the show as it comes out of the theme. And then right. if anything's in there, I listen to the bookends on whatever I'm putting in. And that's it. So I haven't listened to an episode and I, I couldn't even tell you the last one of the show that I've listened to because I just, I don't want to listen to myself because it, it's for me, it's like, it's not a throwaway, but it's, I'm not like it's not like I stand by everything I say in the show that if it was in a written document. Right. And if I had well, to like the other go, thing, it's scary thinking about what you might have said or what yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I don't like I mean I stand by the show in that like, yeah, it's essentially me, but it's you know, some over the topness and that kind of thing. But yeah. I, I don't really want to go back and revisit it. You know, if I had a guest on that did most of the talking, you know, some uh you know, bring on the you know, some famous person or something and they right. like, told this awesome story, I'd listen back to that. But I don't want to hear my fucking stupid voice saying dumb, stupid stuff. Yeah, I think that, and that's that's good. I mean, I'm not saying that's good to you also. Voice, but I mean, it sounds like that's what you're saying, though. <laughs> that's what I mean. But yeah. No, I I couldn't do the pod the podcast. I think I was having a little trouble with because I would just go back and listen to it. It's fucking horrible. I can't. And I probably I you know and you know I've only listened to a couple of the radio shows and I, I some of it I'm like all right that was actually better than I thought it was and some of it's like well that's fucking horrible but it, either way it's done. You know, I mean I already did it. It's out there. You know, I mean, if it sucks, I won't promote it. If, I won't promote it after. Because, you know, they have the archives that you can listen to the show. Or I can, or I download them, put them up on Mixcloud. But, um... Yeah, that's the best thing you've done, because, uh... That streaming on that oh, site is fucking terrible. I know, dude. It's, it's so bad. That's why it kind of makes it easier not to listen to them, because it's like, oh, well, the, the stream shat the bed again, uh, so I don't need to listen to uh, any of this... So every once in a while, I'll throw them up. Like if it, if I remember that it was a good one, I'll like be like, "All right, that was pretty good. I want to make sure I get that on Mixcloud because yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed it." But yeah, like, and I haven't done it in a while, but I've, I've downloaded a few of them. And I'll probably put them up in a bunch again. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun to do, I think, and uh, I'd like to get a little more uh, creative with it. I guess in the in the next, you know, over the summer, I guess. I, I just, it's been a little busier. I've been a little busy with Plastic Brats. And, um, well, actually, it's funny, because I was going to try to segue into that about the, uh, we're talking about, you know, being a perfection, not a, so much a perfectionist, but, uh, you know, like uh, editing things to death. Yeah. Well, let me just, one more one more radio thing, because I do want to talk Please, to you about yeah, the writing stuff. Especially with the Sunday show, and I know there's a little... You know, you're not supposed to ask people this, but exactly how much um, pussy you getting off this? I mean, it's just oh, piles of pussy, right? 
up to my elbows. Okay, good. Gross. That's yeah. that's pretty much what I thought. I had two. I've had two regular callers. Now you have to understand that I'm on before. I'm on after a doo-wop show, and I don't mean like some like just the greatest hits of the '50s where they're playing Elvis or like you know. I'm talking about like real deep. Like, like like people deep. having sex with Italians. Yes, exactly. See what I'm I did there? Like, See what I did there? Do up yeah. revivals in, in Hackensack. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like real it's real like hardcore stuff, like where they have, you know, the stuff that's going on in different towns around. And you know, it's like I don't know. It's stuff I've never I mean, I, I like to think I know a lot of fifty stuff and I don't know half the stuff. Yeah, this is for like I, I this is gonna sound weird, but I beat it. Like it's for like the doo wop connoisseurs. Like this is like some yeah, exactly. like like those guys like those punk rock guys that are like no I I only like it if it's released on you know seven cassettes once mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's yeah. like that for duo yeah yeah and and then after I'm on is a five hour uh, gospel show. oh that's still on I was gonna ask you that actually I had that written down <laughs> in a piece of paper asking you if the weird God show still comes on after you <laughs> but but the no, but the cool thing is oh I don't know if it's cool or what it is and she's very nice the girl is on after me. Comes up a little bit early. She's uh, she's a little bit older, but she's nice. And and you know we yap. I mean, she knows what I play. I mean, she likes a Lou Reed song. I, I used I was playing Good Night Ladies when I was ending the show, and she's like, "Oh, where's that song I like?" And I'm like, "Oh, I gotta play." I, you know, it's like my sign off is uh, Good Night Ladies and a Wigwam by Bob Dylan. But uh, wow, signing off with a uh, with a Lou Reed song. I wonder where you picked that up from. Hmm. No, I, I I swear to God, no, I'm kidding. I, I, to I'm totally and joking. I I kind of stopped doing it. It was kind of like my pre-sign off song. Yeah, it was just like I'd play it and then I'd come back and like say good night and then I'd go off on Bob Dylan. Like that would be my end. That would be the end of it. But um, but yeah. But the thing is, I replaced the Weird God show. Like the guy had three shows and he he like apparently couldn't handle it, so he just scaled it back to one night a week and they're like, do you want to replace it? So the first like three weeks I was on, I just kept getting calls like, where's the Reverend Floyd and all this. <laughs> and I'm like, I, you know, half of me wants to go, oh, what are you talking about? This is the Reverend Floyd. Yeah. And uh, we're just trying a different direction. But um, then I started getting calls from people who like to just talk. Like there's a drunk lady who calls me, who, who calls the whole station because they knew her. And I knew her from when I used to do Evan's show. Who asked if she wanted me to send her pictures? If she wanted, if I wanted her to send me pictures of herself. Ooh, little boudoir photography, very nice. Yeah, yeah, probably very tasteful. Yeah, high angles and dim lighting. And I, I said politely declined. I said, Thank you, but if there's a song I can play for you, I'd be happy. And and then there was another guy who was talking about how we could start trading CDs. Um. That if I made him some CDs and stuff I played, he'd send me some CDs that he liked. And they like to, you know, it's people who like to talk. You get some like lonely people who just want to get, which I guess is okay. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's it's weird. Yeah, I as someone that every time I've gone live with this show, and albeit it's I don't go live often, so I don't have a regular schedule. So you know, there's a lot of reasons for this, but and you know because my audience is apathetic bags of shit but uh i think i've gotten if i've done five live shows i've probably gotten that many calls during it that weren't expected oh if you know but it was people you didn't know yeah or yeah just putting it out to twitter like hey call the show in or whatever um 
so on that point, yeah, it'd be nice to have somebody to call it like uh, a drunk lady. Like I would love, man, my yeah, solo I'd shows like would do so much better if I had some way to have just a drunk person call in or just anybody, you know, instead of me in my fucking stupid apartment talking to a microphone and you know, staring at well, a that's computer. The thing. I mean, it, it does kind of vindicate you a little bit. You know? I mean, it does make you feel like, okay, at least it's not just me jerking off into a microphone here. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. It's, I, I know that I got a tape. Uh, I'm going to Buffalo in a couple weeks so I, I'm, uh, for the Rolling Stones. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I was joking yeah. about the ooh, but seeing the Stones, that's cool. Huh. Yeah, right. I, I like Buffalo. I went there for like a night in, two years ago for New Year's Eve, and it was I saw Norton Buffalo for New Year's Eve. I was going to say, yeah. I was like, wait a second. New Year's Eve Buffalo. That sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. cool. And, but I was only there for like a day. You know? I mean, yeah. it's like I didn't get to see too much of it, but I really enjoyed it while I was there. So I'm like, you know, I might as well take a couple days to see city and uh and this that's like where they're not playing anywhere closer it's like they're doing this 15 city tour but it's like it's, it's they're, they're not in new york and they're not in philly or anywhere they're even boston so that's so um, weird yeah. i thought it was kind of like a reason to go up there why would they play buffalo if they're going to new york it's probably all bullshit because they're probably going to wind up announcing in the fall that they're playing new york again and then i'm like fuck i probably but the other thing is i got tickets too and they weren't too bad so yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I go to New York, it'd probably be twice as much shittier seats, so. Also, how much of a, how much just dickheads are we right now that we're actually going Buffalo and then New York? Like, it's, no, no, the yeah. one that matters, and, and then, so, no, we call you New York, and then we just refer to the other things by your name, like, Buffalo, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, I went to New York, and then I went Part to Syracuse. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it is, but it is so like, I mean, I took the train up there and it was 13 hours. Oh, that, fuck. That was from New York. That was from New York City. So, I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's fucking nuts. Jesus I mean, It Christ. might as well be Canada. Now, I don't want, I don't want to like be, you know, uh, some kind of uh, person that makes fun of other people for the financial standing, but don't you have a car? Yeah, but it was in, uh, it was in. December. So oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then your then your train makes a lot of sense because yeah, holy fuck! Because I, 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 I thought you owned a car, and I'm like, holy fuck, would I never go on a train for 13 hours if I had ownership of a car? But yeah, going to oh, for some reason I talked myself into it that it was only like eight hours. I thought, and I'm like, oh, I could do with eight hours. We, were, we left at like, I mean, I, I stayed up all night. We, we left the train left at like seven o'clock in the morning. So we were in Newark for like three and a half hours, Oof. just like watching that unfold, which was scary enough. And then, um, and then it was like, all right, so we'll just be shot. So we'll just sleep on the train. So who cares? You know, I mean, we'll get there at like six. And uh, it just it took longer than I thought, and uh, it was it was a shitty ride. It was a shitty ride back too. But um, yeah, but uh, like you know, I I didn't want to drive up there. They caught in like a, an ice storm, and uh, you know, get killed. Yeah, no, I forgot. I, I I totally forgot. Uh, winter, and yeah, yeah. no, that train is like a hundred percent makes sense now. Uh, because yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Back when I lived that way, uh, I just I I haven't seen snow for a while, so I kind of it doesn't enter my consciousness. You guys don't get snow in Portland? Not really. I mean, we usually this winter we didn't get any. Usually we get like once or twice. We'll get an inch. Wow. Yeah, we're like uh oh, no, we're like a um one of them uh, like a wonderland, you know. Um, Sounds like. Yeah, like uh, there's uh, no snow. It doesn't get very cold. You know, the summers are pretty nice. Uh, it's um, what it is is uh, it's loveliness. Yeah, it must be. 
I gotta get out there sooner or later. Yeah, uh, you should. This is becoming the 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 year of I go see cities I already saw, but I gotta I gotta knock Portland out one of these days. Yeah, well, I, I was trying a while ago to get uh you and you and old Ty Ty McGillicuddy to come out together and you know hold hands and and fall in love with me. <laughs> what happened? Well, when was this? I don't remember. I just remember at some point. Some... I remember something about it, but then yeah, um, it's been up and an up and down kind of uh, financial year. Well, to be fair, when I say I tried to, it was more, I probably said it once <laughs> off the cuff and then followed up with, no, seriously, you should. So it wasn't like, so yeah, much no, tried no, no. to, but it was like, yeah, like I have, you know, I live here. So if you come here, I'd be like, hey, I'll hang out with you in the town I live in. No, but yeah, well, that's, that's always good though. I always like having somebody local, especially if I'm going somewhere I've never been, or even if it's like, cause when I went to New I've been to New Orleans a few times, but like it was cool when I went there last year because Dean was there, and I knew where to go, but he knew places like outside of everywhere. To go. You know, like he had his local spots, so that was cool. Like I was like, kind of, and I like that stuff better. I don't like the touristy shit. I mean, you know, that sounds like a cliche too, like not like touristy shit, but you know, I like seeing the like you know the local spots and the like. It's, I don't know. It's usually a lot more fun, and you see a little bit more of like what it's actually like, as opposed to like. No, sport. I, I don't know. No, I'm I don't the, know how I, I agree. My, I mean, for some of those reasons, but the other thing is, when you go to touristy stuff, it seems like you just run out of shit pretty quickly. Like, yeah. Oh, well, go look at this, and then it's like you feel bad because it's like, hey, it's the Washington Monument. All right, can I go now? Like, it's how long <laughs> right, are you to stand and look at it? Like, wow, there's that thing I've seen a whole bunch. <laughs> There's a, there's a little pond. There's the Lincoln. Yeah. Like, now what? Yeah. Wow. Hey, look, that's, uh, that looks like an obelisk. Uh, <laughs> still looks like one. Um, what, what now? You know, so the, the local thing, let me ask you a question, Sean. Sure. Yeah, on, on the, on the screen that we're, that we're talking on. Do you see mm-hmm. that now? Like, Wait, by what? The, the screen that we're talking on where, yeah. where you had the thing. Do you see a chat window? Uh, Facebook. Yeah. The standard. Good. That's so you can you can read all that. Click on that. Okay. No, oh, you don't have, that's that bar you always talk about. Yeah, yeah. No, no. no it's, you don't have to click on it. It's just ah. as long as you can see those words. Good, because I'm going to take a piss. Can you do the standard commercial for me? Just read all that stuff. I'll be back. Wait, read what? Read it off the Facebook page. No, no. The the, the link right there. See, there's a link, and then it says 14 Northeast 22nd. That's that's all the pertinent information. Oh wait, it went away. Hold on. I just closed it because I thought you didn't want me to. Here, I'll send it again. Uh, I wonder same. if it'll pop up. Oh, wait. I'll even put... Let's see if I can put, like, spaces between things. No, I can't. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. All right, do the commercial. I'll be back. Okay, I'm just going to read... Just make shit up. S- Pretend you've been there a million times. I'll be back. The Standard is a wonderful bar. Um, every time I'm in Portland, which is often, I enjoy their new pinball machines, which they have, and they won't give you nightmares. Actually, they will give you nightmares. If you go on their Facebook page, you're going to be terrified for the rest of your life of their pinball machines. They have animatronic faces of people with construction hats. What the hell that is? Why would you make a pinball game about people with construction hats? And why the hell would you have animatronic faces for those people? This place looks fucking insane. What's this? Shark attack jello shots. That's actually pretty cool. I don't like shots or jello shots, but you have to do them. Shark. I wonder what flavor that is. It's probably blueberry. 
Anyway, if you want to go to this place, it's at 14 Northeast 22nd Street in Portland, Oregon. I don't have the standards phone number, but according to Facebook, I may ask for it. But I feel like that probably wouldn't get back to me in time for this. But I know uh, every time I walk in, I just see the coolers filled with Olympia beer, Miller High Life. I think that's Miller High Life. Yeah, Miller High Life. And some kind of Miller Lite and perhaps a Coors product. But we won't talk about the Coors product. Um, so that's the standard in Portland, Oregon. 14 Northeast 22nd Street with their terrifying, just really out-of-control pinball machines about road work. And shark attack jello shots, which are blue and have to have some kind of... See, I don't know if I'd want to do that shot. It looks like it's probably sugary as hell. I bet those little sharks inside, they, they kind of look like, nah, it's a shark, I guess. Or a ghost. It looks like a ghost almost. I don't you know. know what, I, I don't I was, know how that's a shark. I was, I was, I was caught up on, on, your, on your ad read, which, by the way, thank you very much. That was fantastic. No problem. What, what, I, I haven't been to their site in forever. Where are you looking at? Their Facebook page? Yeah. Um, they, they do. Well, there's, they do uh, their shots. or It's, it's jello shots with um, pop rocks on it. Oh, so but, that probably is pretty. Because you see the one with the sharks. In no, them? I'm rolling it down now. I've, I've, I've literally never heard the term shark. No, yeah, they are shark attack jello yeah, shots. A, oh. At first, I thought it looked pretty good, but then I'm like, that's probably really sugary. And then on top of the booze, I'm probably gonna feel like shit. Um, yeah, it's uh, I th- yeah, those are like gummy sharks. It looks like. And apparently, there's a patio. There is. There's a patio. Um, there's that's where you can smoke cigarettes. I've been told. I mean, I know there's a patio because I've been there many times. Oh, yeah. No, I know. That's that's where we met. I just meant that apparently I know there's a patio. And uh, somebody wanted to know if you could bring your dog on there, which I don't know. Um, I can't say that I know all their policies. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to answer that question for this reason is uh, I don't really like dogs that much. So I... Fair. Yeah. So you can figure out that, yes, of course, they're allowed. But only on the patio. You're not allowed in the bar with it because that's... I fucking nah, hate when people do that. Weird. It's funny because we were just talking about Dean and New Orleans and neighborhood bars, and he took me to a bar that was right down the street from where he was living, and they, they had three dogs running around in that bar. And I like dogs. I'm just very allergic to dogs. I'm not – I it's not that I dislike dogs. It's right. that I have no like for them. Like, and I mean that right. like in a very literal way. I, I just don't actively like them. It's not that I dislike them. I just – I'm – they're a null set to me. And since I derive no joy from them – the only thing I ever feel towards dogs is, hey, is that thing going to bite me when I'm walking down the street towards one? So I would just That's prefer funny. to not be around that instinct. Them. Have you ever been bitten by a dog? No. I probably should have that instinct. That's probably a smart instinct to have because I tend to think dogs so. Dogs do bite people. I know. Yeah, and I don't know that dog, and I don't know that guy. You know, I live in a city. There's a lot of fucking insane methy people here, and sure. a lot of bulldogs, and I don't want to get bit by one. And uh, but my main thing is I don't like when fucking things touch my legs when I'm not expecting them to. So if I'm sitting at a bar, I have some fucking thing touch my ugh, fuck you. I don't ugh, gross. Yeah, I, I don't like to be bothered. Usually if I'm at a bar, I don't want to be bothered. Yeah, or at least you I wanna, know I have a nice corner seat and just kind of have my beer. And if there's a band playing, I'll kind of watch them. But I don't want to. I don't want to be up close because I don't want to be involved. I just want to listen to them and watch them. Yeah. Just leave me the fuck along. I want to sit down. I, I want to. I want to see if I can find the answer this time. Just stare Listen, intently. Kid. Yeah. 
want to brood a little bit. Yeah, I want to brood. Like with some kid at Asbury Lanes a couple of months ago. He was younger, and I I was there with a friend. I don't remember who the hell I was there with, and they asked me to watch their drink while they went outside. So I watched their drink, and I guess he was watching somebody's drink too. Was, hey, it looks like we're watching drinks together. Uh, like yeah, and you know it was polite. I mean that was a pol- as polite a yeah as I could muster up. It wasn't nasty or anything. And he started talking to me about like being older, and, and then he started talking to me about comedy. And I, I said, because I must have said something shitty about myself. And I'm like, it's a joke to kind of deflect from having to talk to this guy about anything. Because I don't really like self-deprecating humor. I think it's kind of cheap and, you know, it's, 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 it's mean-spirited. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I couldn't get him. I, I just kept saying the worst stuff I could think of to try to get him away from Yeah. My response to that would be, I don't like people that critique other people's comedy when they first meet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like people who talk to me. Yeah. Period. Well, I don't like I don't like guys that talk to me. It's my thing. I don't mind having a conversation with like a nice young lady. That's fine. But uh random dudes usually don't work out so well. They're generally yeah, irritating. I, I, I sometimes, you know, every once in a while I get a decent conversation out of it, but then even with the girls, it's like I, I if I have a conversation and I got then I, you know, of course in my head I have to uh you know, uh, obsess over whether, well, is this a, is this a, a, a real conversation or is this just kind of like you know, I'm being humored or yeah, you know, I mean, I got to play that whole. Well, I feel like, I, I, at least in my experience, I feel like women have the better approximation of when the pullout switch. Ooh, I shouldn't have worded that way. I, um, <laughs> the, I didn't mean that. Like as a like, I say I know, such like, crass, you know, the, stupid the, shit the, on the show yeah. that I'm like, oh no, I don't mean like they have a better understanding of when. When the fun little interaction is over. So, it's like, I have a random shoot, drunk yeah. guy sit down next to me. It's, oh, God, this is going to be fucking 45 minutes. Random uh, girl sits down. Oh, what a pleasant two minutes. And then she's off into the ether. And it's like, oh, wow, that was that was nice. And, you know, and then the, yeah. other, the other side is, man, I can't even believe they traded Bitsbach. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> they, they, they certainly traded that guy in the sport that I told you when you sat down I don't watch. <laughs> I know, and then you got to just roll with it. I don't know. It's I don't know. I, I I've I've been the only good thing about like the last couple of months has been that I've been obsessively either working on actual work or um you know outside the radio thing or the book or whatever, and, or just being completely miserable and depressed. So there's been very little interaction hmm. with anyone, which is almost a good thing. Because I feel like once I'm ready to start doing that again, maybe it'll be, I'll be in a better mood for it. I, mean, I don't want to feel like it's a forced yeah, thing. T- take a nice break. Yeah, I'm taking a mental vacation. Wait, do you do you have a day job now? Like you go to like you go to a place? No, I still pretty much work from home. But it's, oh, okay. It's been pretty pretty nuts the last couple of months. Oh no, no I did that. I just misunderstood when you said you had to wake up at a certain time. I pictured you like going somewhere, which you said nothing to make me do that. It just, uh, that's the picture I put in my head and got me. Confused. No, I just, I just have to be awake for business hours pretty much. Oh yeah. Cause you have stuff to do. Like totally makes sense. Like I think, uh, you know, I invented a world and you gave me no reason to, it just happened. <laughs> I want to live in it. Believe yeah. me. I want to live in that fucking world. Um, back. To, so speaking of, uh, me derailing things, uh, so books, you were yes. writing one, and where where are you at now? I have a copy of it right on my nightstand, and it's got um, 
I wouldn't say every page, but majority of the pages are, are, are uh, tarted up in red ink because I, I was trying to edit it and um, it was, it was just becoming, a, it was becoming, a, you know, you cut the head off the monster and it grows back. You know I mean, it's like, I was just getting nowhere with it. And I was, I was, I was almost done editing it in my, in Word. And I was just like, you know what? I don't even know if it's right. You know I mean? Like, I don't know if I'm, I'm sure I missed stuff. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm just going to put the whole thing through the Amazon publisher. You know, I'm going to do that whole thing. I'm going to get a copy of it. I'm just going to edit it. I want to see what it looks like, and then I'll edit it from there. It's been a lot. It's been insanely easier on me, than, for me anyway, than trying to print out pages and keep track of them and remember where the hell you left off and whatnot. I mean, it's really been probably the best way to do it. I'm not saying, like, I would write a first draft and then do the whole thing and then try to do it over from there. But, like, when we were talking before about the like where I feel like I can't do a podcast because I go back and listen to it, and then I'd obsess over everything and try to think of a way to do something else, or I'd hate it and I wouldn't want to do it. That's pretty much what this book's exactly. It's like I should have been done with this years ago. I just I obsessed over it, and you know it's done. I don't have anything else I want to do to it. It's done except for some corrections and whatever else. So it's pretty much I just have to make some. Uh, adjustments in the actual file and then send it through and then it's available on Amazon. Very nice. So I did the same thing. Now, here's a couple of things that I want to share with you and the audience. Please. I agree wholeheartedly with the printing shit out. I, I, the, the, the getting, one of the reasons I don't listen back is, you know, we're talking about that is I would over edit if I listened during the edit, you know, I just have to run a filter. It's like, it's, you know, essentially live to tape. So with, writing a book if i start editing uh you know like severe editing like i'll edit like a vomit draft a rough draft in in you know ms word or whatever but once i get to like kind of a first draft thing i always print it out because i just it gives a different whole tactile thing it's writing it down on a piece of paper i think it just changes the way you see it and it very much helps so i can't recommend that enough and i learned uh so when i put out uh so put out periphery um I sent it to a whole bunch of people to help me edit. Uh, I edited it and did a whole bunch of shit. Printed it out, edited, 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 edited some more. Put it out. And then, uh, like a year later, I started, I, I read it as an audiobook. Um, which is oh, yeah. Yeah. And holy shit, did I find a fuckload of mistakes in there. Yeah. Um, because reading out loud just completely changed it. And I actually got to the point that I'm like, maybe I should like, fix it and put in like a volume two or something. I'm not going to, but, um, not a volume two, a second edition, but yeah, right. reading it out loud. Holy fuck. Was that helpful? I didn't like, I felt like I was doing that in my head. Like I felt, like, but actually reading it out loud really does change something. It's, it's That's whatever that switch yeah. is. Yeah. But recommend it very much. So I think part of That's, that's actually a very good idea. And I think part of the reason why I just did the book, like why I just like got the copy of it in a book form was also to kind of like or be like, all right, well, it's this far now. You know what I mean? Like, cause I swear to God, I almost was going to read the first chapter and if there was nothing I could find in it, I was going to be like, fuck it, just publish it. I don't give a shit. And I'll be pissed yeah. off that I, there's a comma or two there. And of course, like the first page, I had like three things that were fucked. So I'm like, I better go through the whole thing. But it was it was so much easier that way. And, and it gives you like... Um, 
that you can see it finished. I mean, even though it's obviously not finished, but in other words, I got a, I got a copy of a book that says Plastic Rats on it. So it's like, you know, it, it makes it, you know, it makes it a little more um, tangible. To you know, you can you can see the end of the tunnel a little bit. Oh no, totally. That that helped me a lot when I got the 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 proof copy. I was like, oh fuck, this is like a real thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I, I it's not done, but it's it's pretty. I mean, it, I'm I'm there. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of pretty much there. And, yeah, and you know, I, now, I, now I'm like obsessing over the color scheme, shit, so it's just dumb shit. At this I was gonna say, if you get a chance, send me the cover. I want to see what it looks like. I, I was just curious about it's that. It's actually, I was gonna make it like a, a, comp, a composition notebook, and that's almost kind of what it looks like. But then I, I don't know. I, I and then on the back I have it like video game graphics from the eighties, because oh, you know cool. it takes yeah. place some of it in the eighties. Yeah. But, um, it, it's I don't know. It's kind of black and white and pink, so I don't know. Yeah. It's well, kind of like Bret Hart colors. Well, I would like to see it. And also, yeah, well, let me ask you the question that I hate answering. So, you know, what's the book about? Oh, it's about um, it's about drug dealers who infiltrate the mob and pull off the score of a lifetime. Um, no, it's I took I, th- I, I feel like I probably said this before. So if I did, I apologize. I tried to take um, some of two of the like most obnoxious people I could think. When I say obnoxious, I mean like um, just pissy and they're kind of pissy and they're kind of like um i can't think of the word i want to agoraphobic to a point just you know lazy and shit like that i tried to take those two like and i took character i'm a little nervous i did pull some characteristics from people i know but i also did pull mostly from like what i you know like the worst versions of myself i could think of and put it in so luckily People that I know that I pulled from probably won't read it. So, um, and even if they do, like, what kind of asshole goes? Is that about me? Yeah, but yeah. no. What is everything about you? Exactly. Yeah, perfect we're argument. Like, we're like, yeah, it's exactly about you. But, um, so pretty much, the, there's a there's an outbreak of a, of a virus, and these two seem to be the only two who are immune to it. So, um, and they can't figure out why the, the science two government scientists they can't figure out why they're immune to it. And uh, there's rioting, and everybody wants to know what's going on, and why why are there quarantines and all this. And so there's riots, and they feel like the only safe place they can work is uh, in the past. So they have this time machine. They go back to 1982 in Wildwood, New Jersey, which it sounds. I want to put gut in my mouth, not just describing that. By the way. And it's it's not like a real hard science fiction book at all. It's pretty much, I want to say a comedy. I think it's a comedy. I think it's, some of it's funny. I hate most of it at this point because I've been reading it so much. But, um, yeah, so it's pretty much about two jerks get put in this position where they're maybe the only hope for humanity. That would have been easier to just say that. Well, yeah, the that's the reason I asked you that is because... That's the way I've answered every single time when someone said, what's your book about? Which is weird, because I don't know why I talked about your book when they asked me that. <laughs> so anyway, my book's about these two guys. They're jerks, right? They kind of. I took pieces of Sean McGann's friend group and put... Um, yeah, that's... You know, that's, that's Well, I mean, I read a, a far long ago uh, version of it, but I enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what it turned into. I, yeah, I, I, I don't give a shit. I just want to write the next one. 
Oh, you care what I think. Oh, you care. No, I do, of course, and I'm glad, I'm glad you say that. And I, I don't, I, I shouldn't say I don't give a shit. I just. Yeah, well, you said it already, and you know, some things can't be mended, like my broken heart. <laughs> I like how I said I don't care about my radio. I don't care about my radio shows when I have guests on, and I don't care about my book. But you should listen to them and buy and buy them. Well, Sean, I, I think the people that are listening to the show hosted by Alex Boland do understand what you're doing here. Um, the complete self-deprecation claiming that you don't <laughs> care and then obviously you do. I, I think this is, this is terra firma with the listeners of the Alex cast. Don't you worry. <laughs> I want to give a yeah, shit what other people think about me. Hey, wh- how come no one reviews anything? Come like on, guys. Me, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I put out another episode of the show. Why aren't you retweeting quicker? <laughs> you guys don't have a book out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know it's 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 it, it is that like horrible you know I everything I do is shit but look at me <laughs> yeah I, I, I you know but I don't know I just I feel like I got to do it I mean I like doing it I feel like I got to do it I don't really feel like there's much of a choice or else I go nuts yeah I I do understand this I I I of the same way I don't know why I keep doing it I'm like hey. That book didn't really do all that much. Let's write another one. Like, let's just, yeah. let's just, just wait. Get the formula wrong. That's all. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying you're going to hold the football this time? All right. I'm definitely yeah, exactly. going to kick it. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to kick the shit out of that football. <laughs> Where are you at? You know, you're on your next one, you said, right? You got like yeah. I, um, I don't know. Actually, I'll, I'll tell you and the audience. I'm going to find out right now how many words I'm in. Oh, I, cool. I just wrote a, um, a short story, which I actually, I think has some pretty good potential. I really like where it's at right now. And I don't know what the fuck to do with a short story though. Cause I don't have enough. I've been working on long stuff for so long that I don't have enough to put a collection out or anything, you know? I, so I don't, I'm like, why did I write well, this? Like, why did I just spend weeks of my life? Like, what do I do with this now? Like, is this a, I know, like, what do you do? You start a blog or what the fuck do you do? I that's what I was thinking. Like, I, I wouldn't could, know what to do with it. I could put it on my website, I guess, but like, I don't, I just, I'm confused. Like, I think maybe I'll put it out as like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, it's just the weirdest thing. So send it to the Paris Review. I might. Or a magazine. Send it a magazine. Well, that's what I was thinking. I might try to send it because I never really, I haven't tried the traditional publishing route and I couldn't even tell you how long, certainly not during periphery because I just didn't want to wait that long. Um, right. So also what I'm doing here is really fun wherein I'm trying to do word count on the short story. And I keep hitting spell check, and I did three times in a row because I'm an idiot. Uh-huh. All right, so the short story is five thousand one hundred forty-four words, which I uh-huh. feel like is a that's a that's a that's a good length for short story. And it only took me yeah. like two three weeks to write, which I feel like is pretty quick. That's very quick. Yeah, I don't know how much longer it's going to be. Like, I'm kind of I'm up in the air because it's one of those things where it's not purposely confusing, but it's kind of like it's like like a almost like a Kafkaesque thing. So I don't know if I want to, I don't want to add stuff to make it make more sense, but I also don't know if it makes enough sense. So it's just one of the, you know, kind of. Sure. I mean, well, that's what goes back to, you know, about overanalyzing it. I was watching, um, something, you know, I ended up in like a YouTube rabbit hole last night and, uh, I was watching some Carlin stuff and then, was uh, this thing with Louis C.K. doing a, a tribute to Carlin? It was just it was just a matter of, like a speech or something. He was talking about how we, when he was a stand-up when he was younger, he had the same act for fifteen years and he kept trying to like you know, sculpt it and trying to make it perfect and all this. And then he realized Carlin does a new hour every fucking year and just, 
works on it, works on it, works on it, and then it's done, it's out there, he does it. And not to compare, you know, comedy and obviously writing are two different things, but at the same time, it's like, I think for the next one, I feel like I'm just going to, I'm going to do the draft and I'm going to edit it. And then I'm just going to, you know, because I spent a lot of time with this one to try to get it published. I think that was an okay thing to try to do. Yeah. The experience, but, um, you know, you're going to wait six months half the fucking time just to get a fucking no thanks. That's why I didn't, yeah, that's why I didn't do it with Periphery. I was hoping that Periphery would sell enough that I could, you know, when the next book's finished, I could be like, you know, talk to, um, like agents or something. Be like, hey, you know, do this for me because this, I'm not good at it. Yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, I think I'm okay with maybe trying to put a few of them out now. You know, like, in other words, I don't feel like it's a defeat anymore. You know what I mean? Trying to put them out on my own. And if they don't sell, they don't sell. But at least I can say, well, look, now I got four of them. Or now I got five of them. And then, you know, and then and then maybe at some point trying to push it. It's like, listen, dude, I've been doing this for a long time. I got this manning out. You know, not to, listen, anybody can fucking do it. But, I mean, it is a little bit of a commitment to, to actually go that far with it. Yeah, well, and you also, you know, have to write a book that isn't terrible. So that's not yeah, exactly. everybody can do so, that. I mean, so. it's like, you know. <laughs> That would have, well, I haven't done that yet. But. No, you you have. Like I've I've looked at some of the best selling on Kindle. Most of it's like Bigfoot porn. So yeah, you're <laughs> you're you're well up. So anyway, the 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 new book is thirty five thousand words right now. Thirty five. That's so you're about halfway there. Yeah, I guess. Maybe but it's just right? I'm just realizing that Periphery is weirdly enough. Actually, I think we might be talking on Periphery's anniversary. Let's find that out. Um, wow. Two years since I put the book out. Two years today. Uh, I think it might be, actually. It's really close, because I got a thing on Facebook uh said two years ago today, and it was a picture of uh um the rough copy. Oh, no, uh two years ago last week. Yeah, June 18th, 2013, um, Periphery was on uh, put on Amazon for the first time. Congratulations. That's scarier than it was two years ago. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like 35,000 words in two years. It just, it, it doesn't feel like, I mean, it isn't enough. Like, I need to write more, but that's the thing about trying to get it published is, I I could get so much more done if I didn't have to work a day job, which I know that's, you know, wow, wow, wow. But sure, I, I, know. I know I could get a lot more done. Like a lot of my reticence, to, not reticence, but a lot of my not being able to write as much is because of the day job. So getting a book published and considering how much I make a year, even at book, even at author salary, I could probably live. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's, this is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not banking cash right now. So it's, you know, it's kind of like, oh, I'm letting my soul die for nothing and, you know, not getting the work done, but. Yeah, but I put a book out, so yeah. What you exactly. Doing? I mean, you know, and who the fuck knows if the whole planet goes up in smoke and aliens start digging around in a couple hundred years, they might find a copy of it. So that might be the only book they can find. And yeah. then you're fucking Alex Boland, Shakespeare of the alien race. Let's bring him back using science. That would be amazing. Yeah, and then Shoot, it could be like, why'd you bring me? Carrying my stuff all over the place with my yeah. name on it. Why'd you bring me back? All, like everything I know is dead. Why would you? Why would you do yeah. this to me? You, you garbage piece of trans-dimensional. Trans- we read your book and we heard your show. We thought you'd like it this way. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I thought you'd prefer this. Yeah, that's that's true. Like all the aliens come down, they're like singing the Alicast theme. Alex Cast, welcome <laughs> to desolation. Everyone's dead. Hey, cool. I mean, my listenership will go slightly down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, 
I don't know. I think just a matter of um, I, I'm glad I'm past the point now where I'm like I, I'm more into the idea of just doing it as opposed to who likes it and how many people are reading it or how many people are listening or how many people are. I like. I want to. I want it. I want it to. I'd rather it be good. And I mean, it's for the radio show too. I think it's like you know, it's a college radio show. I'm not you know broadcasting on it. But at the same time, I, I, I there's a shitty little competitive streak with other shows on the channel to a point where it's yeah. like, yeah, I want to be the best fucking show on the channel. You know what I mean, like I want to, like I want like, to me anyway. I want to like I want it to be something that I would listen. to. You want to take down that ill-begotten son of a bitch, Evan Toth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, I just wanted to be, like, the best version of something I would listen to or the better yeah. or something I'd want to read. I mean, and then if it's that, then I'm, then I'm okay with it. I, you know, I, I like that you're saying that, and I hope that works out. But I can tell you that <laughs> I was saying that, too, and then it came out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, I, I then, yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I look back and uh, my my main thing with like Periphery not doing as well is like the people that read it, like I have some people that really like that book. Like I have some people that write me emails and I've read it like multiple times. I loved it, yeah. And it bothers me that like more people didn't get to read it because it's like, well, fuck, you guys probably would have liked this book. Like I don't give a shit about making money or anything. Like I, the only reason yeah, I want to no, make money is so I don't have to go to a day job. It's never over, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not over. I mean, it's not gone. It's still there. I mean, you know. I'm, who fuck knows who might pick it up in the next, you know, maybe some, maybe Neil Gaiman somehow, somebody leaves it at Neil Gaiman's house or something. Yeah. He reads it. You know, I mean, that's a bizarre example off the top of my head, but you never know. What that is. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's a frustrating, it's for me, the frustrating part is going, uh, well, I mean that, but like the, the reason that, not the frustrating part, the reason that affects me is it's tough to get your, like, for me, it's tough to get my mojo back up to try to like get the next one done where you're like, yeah, I really can't wait to feel as bad as I've ever felt before. <laughs> Fuck yeah, this is gonna be awesome. You know, I know that's true too. I mean, there's that like, did anybody buy it? Did anybody... Nope. You know, like you keep checking back, and it's like, all right, I'm not gonna look for two hours now. Yeah. Oh, let me let me read you a tweet. Three I... more Facebook posts up about it. L let me read you I'm... a tweet I got today, yeah. Sean. So I tweeted out to the universe. Mm -hmm. I meant to remind you, Periphery, the book I wrote, exists in the Multnomah County Library System. Check it out. Literal as fuck. Get it? Because check it out. Now, the Multnomah County Library wrote me back. Yep. We've got two copies and they're ready for a reader to pick up, pick them up. Now, here's the problem with that. They only have two copies. Right. That means both of them are still in the fucking library right now. And I think I'm the only person that's ever checked one out. And there's no way for me to find this out, but I'm pretty sure it is. And I think they're being slightly sarcastic there. Well... I guess you could read it like that. Yeah. But and I, I, did. I don't think they're being sarcastic. They're probably being over. Was there an exclamation point after? No, but they said yep. Y E P. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, that could be a little. Yeah. But. Want me to like call them up as like somebody. Hi, was someone. Do you have that? Uh, Alex Baldwin book in? Periphery, I think? Yeah, but did it. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, why are you calling from a number on the other side of the country? <laughs> That's confusing. Well, I'm going to be in Portland and I wanted to make sure I had a book too. Uh, it's true. Yeah, I was gonna get a library card from you guys. That's that's cool, right? That's I'll give it I back the next time I fly out. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, it was 1956. I wanted to be sure there'd be a book in the library. <laughs> on um on that note, uh, audience at home, if you're if you're in Multnomah County, go and uh, get the book from there. Even if you read it before, because then it'll look like I'm in demand, 
and I would feel good. Or don't. I mean, whatever. Fuck you guys. I've kind of given up on people. There's so many people that have done the, uh, uh, you know, I can't wait, like, did the I can't wait to read your book and then never did thing where it's like, I'm just, you can't make people, not even make, you can't have your friends do anything. It's like the fact that your friend wrote a book to, I think to most people, is the same as them saying, hey, there's a book I really like you should check out. It's just, oh, that's a thing I'll ignore. <laughs> oh, it's the same. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's, that's the, it's the, you know what it is? They started to jump on you, but it's the, no, it's the, it's the book friendship version of, oh, yeah, yeah, I put it on my Netflix queue of, yeah. you're never going to watch that. You just said that to shut me up. <laughs> yeah. It's, pretty, it's putting documentaries on your, on your Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm going to read about the riots in Philadelphia. I'm going to watch that movie about the riots in Philadelphia in 1985. Sure, I am. Is that the uh, one where they firebombed Philadelphia? Yes. Yeah. Actually, I do have that on my queue. When I started it 15 fucking times, I've never finished it. I don't know if I'd want to watch a, a whole documentary on it, but the fact that, like, a, a, a mayor, like, bombed his own city, it got so bad, that's... I, 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 I wish they'd sum it up quicker, because I feel like it's going to be the most... Especially with everything that's going on in the fucking world anyway. And it's going to be, like, depressing as fuck, and I just wish there would be, like, a 10-minute summation of it. You know, I'm sure there is. I realize it's a complete shitty thing to say, but, I mean... I don't no, know I, I, an hour and a half of it. No, I get that. Um, have you, have you, uh, and I, this is going to sound sarcastic, but I don't mean it, but have you, like, typed into Goo, into YouTube, like, Philadelphia riots 1985? Because there may no, very well be, like, a, a 10 minute thing that, you know, a news story or a looking back on 10 years since the yeah, Philadelphia Something yeah. very concisely, yeah. The way exactly, I'm just doing such an asshole, I don't even look on YouTube for it. Yeah. yeah. You're probably right. Well, on that, on that, I just, I know that because I'm that way with stuff, like, it really gets it, it, I've got this weird empathy thing where it's like, like movies really fucking hit me. So like yeah. if it's something long and depressing, like I, re- I have to either really want that information in my head to deal with it, or I'm going to f- try to find another way. Like I need it described to me in full. Um, you know, like I watched, uh, I watched, I watched, I watched dear Zachary without knowing the curve, the swerve in it. Oh, is that that fucking yeah. guy and his wife? Yeah, yeah, the guy, he's, like, making a video for, because uh, the guy died, so he's making a video for his kid, Dear Zachary. Um, right. Yeah, the, uh, I, so, I was like, ah, oh, just, my, oh, I hate my life, I want it, like, just, oh, it just yeah, destroyed me, so I'm like, it. yep, I need spoiler-filled reviews before I watch anything. I watched fucking uh, Gone Girl, which is not a documentary or an uplifting thing at all, but it was on last night, Gone Girl. Is that mm-hmm. the one Affleck did? Yes, oh, yeah, it's I mean, a Fincher yeah. movie. I thought, you know, yeah. I, mean, I don't hate Affleck, but I mean, I figured uh, it's a Fincher movie, and he's pretty solid most of the time. Is that Fight Club? Uh, Fight Club Seven. Okay, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I just mean, yeah. I, I know his visual yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah, yeah. And I gotta be honest, I think my favorite Fincher movie, Zodiac, scared the shit out of me. Um, not that anybody asked. I'm just putting right now that. I, anyway. you know, that was gonna be my next question. Yeah. <laughs> um. It was it was a disturbing movie, and it it like I was I was I mean I don't know if it was good even, but it was it was a little like fuck, dude. That's it was like giving me an ulcer because it was like I I just wanted to fast forward to see what the hell happened at the end. Like I don't even like any of these people. I just want to see what happens at the end and be done with this. Or yeah, I don't want. I watched Bad Word and some Jason Bateman movie after just kind of like cleanse my palate. Did, uh, is that the one with the fake science fiction movie? Which one? Uh, Gone Girl. Uh, no. Okay, I'm, I'm totally... This is, um, 
a wife disappearing movie. Oh, that's that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Do, I got like totally. My head went weird. Uh, I think maybe they either came out near each other or Affleck did both. I, either way, I just a, a switch went on. I'm like, I don't know where I am right now. What movie is this? Okay, no, I remember the one you're talking about. Uh, of Batman vs Superman. I am. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Also, uh, it looks like he's going to be directing The Batman, uh, scheduled for 2018. You serious? Yeah, I read that today. Yeah. Oh, that's. I guess I think that's why they hired him. In the first I was place. exactly why I think that's exactly why they hired him is I think they were trying to get him. I, I think he said no, but I think they were trying to get him to direct the Justice League movies, and then yeah. if not, they're like, all right, you got Batman, and that's the reason he got you know that he got the the. the I don't cowl. know why they. I mean, I don't think he's a bad director, but I mean. I don't know what would make anyone like think that saw Argo that he could direct Supergirl. Argo might be the movie I'm thinking of. Oh, it's the fake science fiction movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I know. I haven't seen that, but I the 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 real life story of that is the the book is uh, Lord of Light by Roger Zelazny, who is an author I really right. like. So I knew about this story before the movie came out because of Zelazny. I knew like this weird CAA thing, and right. uh, when the movie came, out, I'm like, oh fuck that thing. And I didn't bother watching it because, fuck off. I saw. I think I was, if I remember correctly, I think I was in a pretty serious depression, and I think I saw it in the movies. And I, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it was a very competent movie. I, I think it won Best Picture, which I thought was a little crazy. But um, yeah, yeah, it was good. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, no, my thing with Affleck is I don't mind it. Like, here's it. Like, like people getting pissed at him being Batman. He's got a big chin. And girls think he's handsome. That's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That's it. There's no... Oh, you don't need, need to can't. act as Batman. Like, you go, I'm Batman, and punch people. It's not... Most of Batman is a stunt guy. So it's not... There's no... I, I don't understand why people got so pissed off about it. It's not going to be a shitty movie because of Affleck. It's going to be a shitty movie because of the director. No, it's going to be a shitty movie because DC's got... Just, they suck at making uh, uh, movies. Like, they're just... They, they're not... Yeah, they don't have a great track record. That's certainly true. Yeah, I mean... Cram every fucking thing in the world into this one. Yeah, the I can't think of a single DC movie. I I like the first couple of Batman movies. Well, I like most of the Batman, but I don't think that was DC. They, they had nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. Well, either, I mean, I didn't really like those all that much either. I like the I like the Heath Ledger parts in the second one. Well, I like the Joe. I like the Nicholson too. Oh no, that's fine. But I mean, like the I mean the second of the Christopher oh, Nolan yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first one was. Okay, but I thought it just lacked a villain. Yeah, I but I I liked the first one a lot. I I thought of the origin one because everything's a fucking origin. You know, everybody has the origin movie. I thought that was one of the better ones. You're right. I mean, you're right. Scarecrow was a little bit of a weak villain. Yeah, Rosalind thing was. And I mean, origin okay. stories or whatever. But how many times can you see him get bit by a radioactive bat? We get it. I we know. Watched like, it before. Uh, I get it. You're 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 uh you're a blood-thinning swinger. <laughs> I get it. A bloodthirsty Batman. Yes. Well, that's the Jewish one, is Batman. Batman. Yeah. Um, things. Here's what I was thinking of before about editing, and I actually wrote it down. Another reason I don't want to edit the show is because I realized, like, while I was doing the show yesterday, I kept seeing really dumb jokes and then going, um, immediately afterwards. Right. And it was driving me fucking nuts. I'm like, Alex, stop doing that! And I kept doing it, and it annoyed me while I was doing it. Like, I can't imagine how irritating that's going to be if I listen back. So I'm oh, yeah, never going to do that. that. Um, it's better to just throw it because there's also stuff that you think you do, not you, but in general, you think you do, and it's very noticeable, and nobody notices. 
You know what I mean? Or even if you listen back, it's not, it's not as noticeable as you think. So it's like, yeah, you know, I, I, I've kind of very much learned to let it go. Like, Cause I'll bomb terribly on the radio or I'll fuck something up. Like I'll try to do like a, like a talking cue. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, I'm, and, uh, listen to this and I'll hit the button and it won't work or something. Cause I, oh, yeah. I had to voice that and I'll call myself out on it now. Cause I, you know, I don't care. It's like, I'm not nervous about it. I just kind of, uh, I just, you know, I just figure it's gone. It's in, it's in the fucking world now. So it's done. I got nothing I can do about it. So I might as well have fun with it. Well, yeah, but I can do something about it. I have full editorial control here. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. I don't want to, but I mean, theoretically, I could. I know. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why it's, it's, it's fucking hard. I had explained to somebody over email one time about how this is an entertainment show and we're not actually having a conversation because he kept calling me out on, oh, I can't believe I said that. And he's like, dude, you know, it's your show. Like, you edit it. You can just take it out. I'm like, yes, I'm well aware of that. Like, you didn't, it's not like it never occurred to me while I was oh, saying, yeah. like, I, I, I know I, I, it's my show. Like, I, I, I know I could go back and take shit out. I, that's not, you're missing the whole. Okay. Here's the thing is I record this for people to listen to, you know? I know it's, I mean, I, I gotta say, I've been very lucky with that where I, I haven't had too much, um, negative feedback, but I also, I get a lot of, um, you know what you should do? It's like, no, what? You know what would be good if you did? Like, no. Well, tell me, tell me what would be good. You know, if you did like a, and everything winds up being like some other fucking bit from some show. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I don't want to. You should pretend that a fugitive stole money from your office. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Something like. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be funny. Joke for eight Uh, people. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. (laughs) And that's my th- that's my thing on the show lately. It's just making jokes that like six people are going to understand. Um, yesterday, yeah, well, that's the. I, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I, I know. I, just because yesterday I, I did a joke that, and I explained it afterwards. But I did it for one person because Tyler and I used to do a bad New Orleans accent, and then right. I did one randomly, and I said that's a joke for one person, and I realized that's what my show is. It's just random. Like I don't care. I'm going to make a joke because maybe there's a chance he's going to listen to this eventually. <laughs> lose that but there's also i mean shit i mean if it's funny i mean you doing a new orleans accent is probably funny so people might just pick up on that anyway and then you can just uh, randomly do it and it's a thing all of a sudden oh know? yeah i guess like yeah the silliness factor is, is it might be yeah. yeah might be humorous what were you saying while i was interrupting i was gonna say that like i you don't usually when you have when you were having guests i mean you had uh a bill on for a while as like kind of like a co-host yeah and then You'd have guests on top of that. Did you find that that was a little too much? Like as far as uh, trying to keep order, I guess is maybe the word. No, I, I sort of, it was, Bill was supposed to, not supposed to, but Bill was trying to do like a producer role. Right. And he wasn't doing that, but he also was getting distracted from being another, like, you know, second mic or whatever by doing the little producing stuff. That was the only problem was I kind of had to like be half producer- like like a fourth producer and then do the full hosting, which I do now and I'm fine with. But when he right. was, when he was also producing, I don't know. I didn't know what I could like not depend on. It's not, you know, he's just my friend that came over to my fucking stupid apartment. I don't mean like, yeah. you know, he's failing at his job. Like there's nothing to do with him. Like he did a fine job when he was in here. I very much enjoyed it. But the only the only thing that was tough about that was not knowing what he was going to go with. So, you know, having that kind of wink, I know I want you to play the sound effect now or something like that. Uh, yeah, wasn't there 
So it's like, oh, well, I'm losing control of the show because I'm usually the person that I'm the only one that plays something. So that was the only thing. Like, I liked, uh, I like, like, I want a co-host. I just, I've never, uh, found anybody to do it with because, I mean, frankly, I want a co-host in Portland and that yeah, I think no, would be I'm good because, cool. I mean, frankly, it's, uh, it's a lot easier to have someone to talk to. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you can bounce shit off. I know. I was well. I was asking because we we're talking about. Um, I, I I feel like because I have uh, Eric guy Eric Valdez comes up for me every like most shows. Tyler comes up every once in a while. And I have this other guy Blooms come up every once in a while. But like Valdez has pretty much been mostly the second seat, which is fine. And sometimes I don't, you know. I'll have another guest on top of that. And you were saying about making jokes for one people, one person. Um, it, it gets to the point where it's like, sometimes it's, it's just kind of like playing for the people in the room and not so much, you know, so it might be funny in the studio, but it's shit to listen to. You know yeah. I mean, they're making like inside jokes about saved by the bell or something horrible like that. And it's like, dude, I don't want this on. It's terrible. Like, you know, it's the shit we're giggling about, you know, dumb inside shit. It's certainly, it's certainly gone that way before. And that's, I mean, what it comes down to, like, you can avoid it. It's just what it comes down to is you have to kind of have to be one kind of a dick, not a dick, but you have to, it sucks because it's not like you're hanging out with your friends. I mean, you're hanging out with friends, but at some point you got to go, we can't just do that. Like we're talking to a bunch of people. We can't just do inside jokes, which sucks because it's like, you want to just talk to your friends and be weird, but it's like, Unless you're established with the audience with these jokes, you're not. I mean, this doesn't make any sense to anybody, you know. So it's yeah. it, it might be fun, but you're gonna alienate the people listening. So you have to be kind of aware. You have to be like mic aware as as you know the host, which I want to not be. I want to be the one that does dumb shit all the time and have somebody else you know corral me. But you know, unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. I know, and that's kind of why I I don't necessarily like. When we were saying before about having a co-host, I like it sometimes. It's, it's, it definitely is something to play off of. It doesn't make it easier sometimes. But also, like, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? I mean, I know how far I want to go with certain things. And I know, you know, and I can reel it back when I have. And I think there's that. You know what I mean? Like, I, like you said, you kind of got to be a dick sometimes with that stuff. And I hate I don't want to do that. But, I mean, there's no other way to get around it, really. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, it's like, you guys are, I'm like, okay, great. We're going to a song now. Or like, you know, like you got to kind of, like, I'm not going to tell anybody to shut the fuck up or anything. It's nothing like that. It's just like, all right, well, then I'm probably just going to play music for the rest of the show because I don't want that out again. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, that's the, the, the what do you want to call that? That's kind of the payment of like having the ease of having someone to talk to is that now there's another personality in the studio. But uh-huh. if you have somebody that's like easy to deal with, uh, I it's think, usually okay when it's two. I think when it's it's two and then like somebody else comes up and then it's a thing, you know. Especially if it's like if it's not like a guest. If it's if it's if it's somebody else that's coming up to just hang out. Well, it depends on the dynamic. Like, like I like I would either want like in this situation, I mean, it's the Alex cast, so like I have to be first mic, but like to have yeah. a second mic that's kind of uh, not an equal. Like I don't mean that in a shitty way, but it's not like Alex and Sean, Alex and Derek. Yeah, yeah. It's Alex and then there's another guy on mic, you know, and his co-host or whatever, like an Andy Richter thing where it's like, he can talk, but he knows when to come in. And then there's times where it's like, oh, it's he and I talking. 
But yeah. the the idea is like, all right, no, this is this guy's show. It's Conan's show, and then Andy gets to talk every now and again, and he well, can jump I was like, in. I thought Norton had like the best job in the world because it was like he was there, and he could either sometimes he he, he took everything over, yeah. and sometimes he could just shut up, and now you don't even know he's there. That is exactly the job I wanted when not when I started the show, but like I when I was trying to find co-host, looking around and stuff. Like I right. wanted to be the the funny guy and have somebody else because it's not like that takes much to run a podcast. It's like. You just do some news stories, get the conversation going, and I can have fun. And yeah. Yeah, that's surprisingly hard to find, which, I mean, I, I guess it shouldn't be that surprising since, you know, that's why most podcasts are garbage and there's like seven famous ones. I know, it's, it's, it's tough, man. I mean, and, you, you know, I think, I think the problem is everybody wants to be the funny guy and nobody wants to be the host. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's, it's, and yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't want, I don't necessarily want to be the host either, but. And I, I did the second mic thing for a little while, but I mean, uh, and that's not easy either because you got to like kind of know it's like shit. I could be destroying on this, but it's kind of talking, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to kill his mum. You know, like in other words, like, yeah. In other words, I could turn this into ten minutes, or we're gonna go to a song. He's setting the song up, so I'll just, you know, if, if it's somebody else's show, then you want to kind of stick to that. But I don't know. It's all balancing. Yeah, I I would be uh, it would be difficult at first to do the second mic, but like I think I, I mean at this point I'm already you know it doesn't matter I'm already in an established show that's got listeners so it's I'm you know this is some dreamland but uh, yeah. nice. well figure it out but uh, you know just the, I don't think we've said this in the last few visitations on the show but since the topic is up uh, new audience at home and Sean as a reminder very few people know that the Alex cast directly result of Sean McGann doing a podcast yeah, which is bizarre yeah you and you and tyler recorded one yeah. uh i listened to a bit of it and i said oh you know i've been thinking about doing this i've been doing like a storyteller thing i guess i'll start one and then uh it spiraled from there well yeah i mean that was that was a lot of fun too and i mean we never really did too much with that but um and i had done a podcast years ago with evan which is another thing where it was second mic too and it, um, it was it was actually very similar. I mean, it was similar to this. But I mean, it was, it's like the same kind of like we would just talk for an hour and we'd have a topic and we talk about. It. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, you've really, you know. I mean, listen. I'm not gonna kiss your ass. Uh, I mean, that was like two years ago, right? So you've been doing this a long fucking time. Man. How many uh, episodes? Do you have? I've been. Yeah, it's over four years now. I think. That's insane. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it's uh, this is episode two hundred and eight. Did you do something big for the two hundredth? I don't remember. Uh, no, I did a I did a joke thing. Uh, so, episode one hundred was this big bonanza. Uh, I, think I remember I, that. Yeah. yeah. So episode two hundred, I I kept making references that I'm going to do an even bigger giant bonanza show. So right. episode two hundred was I just got Steph and Bill back in studio for the first time in like a year. Yeah. And that was it. I just pretended that they had never left, and this was the next show. <laughs> And I thought that's like a funny thing. And like, this is the 200th episode and all it is is just the old gang together. But I got, I got, uh, a, a Grammy award winning producer to do an opening for me. Like, just, oh, cause I thought this was like a funny, like, this is an amusing joke. I said it at the end and yeah, no one found it amusing. I, I like, I, I really thought this was going to be like, Oh, what a fucking funny concept. Nope. Not a fucking soul. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know for the 300. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, maybe. 93 away. Yeah, it's, it's a long, long time away. 
Never know. I might bang them out two a week. I'll be there before you know it. Yeah, I can. You know, every time I try to start doing it two a week, it's, uh, it falls apart, and then I skip weeks. Yeah. Again, it's I don't do much with my life. It's really hard to talk to myself for an hour every week. Like it's, it's you, there's I don't do that much. I don't have a lot to say anymore. You know, I'm I'm out of shit. <laughs> After two hundred and eight hours, you finally ran out of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I should find out. I you know I should find out how long this actually, how many hours this is at this point. Because there's a Damn, bunch man. that are like multiple hours and all that shit. Yeah, I should find out. Make a box then. Oh yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, here, have the Alex Cuts podcast, including the lost first 30-something episodes, which aren't on the iTunes feed, because they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charge extra for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's your, go, that's your dignity. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. The, the, the Alex loses his dignity package for $20, you can... <laughs> <laughs> so, Most uh, people say you can't put a price on your dignity. Sorry, I'm still on the same shitty joke. No, no, it's fine. I, 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 most people say that, and most people will be wrong, because my dignity costs exactly what the standard pays me, what saying, click the Amazon link before you buy an Amazon, and go to alexcast.com and click all of our fine sponsors. Get a free audiobook, audiobook.com, or whatever it is. I don't care. Click the thing. <laughs> I gotta say, man, you got the fucking live read voice down. Oh, yeah. I mean- it's uh, I you know, that's actually from just listening to enough podcasts that they all do it that way, that I kind of have, like... That stupid cadence, like the comedy Bang Bang always does, like the exact same, like the exact yeah, thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should, maybe I should do that. I actually do like a proper commercial one day instead of just rambling about some bar or throwing it to the guy that's never been there. I mean, it's been there a whole bunch of times. I've been there a lot. Yeah. That's, I've never uh, been to Portland, but been to the standard. Yeah, it's, well, you know, we, we put that transdimensional gateway in for a reason. That sounds like a good t-shirt for them or a slogan. I've never been to the Portland, but I've been to the standard. Yeah. You just say all the time. And people are like, I don't really understand your shirt. And you're like, yeah, well, and then you just punch him and run. Because, you know. It's a joke I bombed on a, on a local podcast. There you go. Local podcast. This shit's international. I know. I'm just kidding. International. And it's funny. I'm on the internet for the Thursday show. It's just the internet. It's, it has nothing to do with TNEC. It has nothing to do with Tri-State. It's just, you know, it streams right to the internet. And I can do a weather read once now. Oh, really? Yeah, I make fun of it all the time. But, I mean. It's funny to me that they kind of have me reading the weather on the internet. Oh, that's no awesome. Reason. Oh, I'm going to do that right now. Hold on. I'm going to do a weather read. Here, go ahead. I'm guessing weather.com is a thing. Oh, it is. Good. All right. Yeah. Oh, we have the satellite service. Oh, wow. Well, I'm not a fan. The worst fucking writers in the world must write for the weather service on the satellite. They oh, use really? the same phrases over and over again. There's no punctuation. It's always thunderstorms and fog. Or thund- if they they get one phrase and they use it for the whole four days, it's amazing. Now, where do I find? Is there something that says it in words? Let's see. Oh, here details. Uh, a description. I want something. Oh, I guess they don't really give you like nice words. Yeah, it's weird, man. Like, sometimes I get paragraphs of it. I was doing it as Batman for a while. I could do the Dark Knight Rises soundtrack. So I'd read it in the Batman voice, and then I'd kind of, like, be dramatic. So when the music swells up a little. And then I did, like, overly sincere Bono reading the weather. Oh, that's fun. That was fun. And then Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. I'd play Riders on the Storm or something. Oh, he's he's some kind of rock and roller. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Morrison. Morrison. So he's, he's like a he's like a European dancer with children. Yes. See what they did there, like Morris dancing. And then Yeah, there's nothing oh that's any words. That's annoying. Well, whatever. Uh, I guess I can read this. And here's Alex with the weather. Gresham, Oregon, 79 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 79. Sunny. The wind is out of the northwest at 3 miles an hour. Humidity at 36%. Visibility is at 8 miles. The pressure is at 30.02 inches. UV index is 0 out of 10. And the dew point is at 50. Remember your sunscreen tomorrow, kids. It's going to be a scorcher. Back to you, Tom, in the studio. That was pretty excellent. Yeah, I think I did pretty well there. Um, I, I don't know that... Oh, it does say inches. The pressure, I thought it was in millibars, but it says inches. All right. Yeah, there's a, there's all kinds of little complexities to the weather. Well, I mean, you would know as a professional. As a professional reader of weather, yes. I, that is. I have to give weather to the whole internet about what's going on in the evening. That's really fantastic. I really am. I really have to uh, pay more attention to your show or listen to it again. It's really the more thing. I pay, I, I pay less. Just focus on the weather. That's the real information. All right. Yeah. If you, maybe you can just upload those segments to SoundCloud. I honestly was thinking about just doing a best of the weather. <laughs> That's a really great idea. Might happen. Still. Yeah. It's, uh, it's low of uh, low of seven tonight. It's August. <laughs> oh yeah, it's repeat. <laughs> I'm reading the I'm reading December's weather. Oh, that'd be re- <laughs> that would that actually be really fun. I've had some fun with the weather. Uh, the, okay, so we, we're, we're almost done, but I'm going to say one more thing, and that'll be good. But okay. here's just to share a memory that has nothing to do with us. Did you ever listen to the Ron and Fez in quotes best of? The in Yeah, Ron and Fez, they did show that it was a best of show. Like, they were away, <laughs> but what they did was record a new show. So they kept, like, so it's like, they referenced, they, oh, they, they shit, like, remember that. Earl had left the show, so they had Earl come back in, and then they came making references to shit, so Ron's like, you know what I think? I think next year at this time, start making predictions about things that happened after <laughs> the recording date. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah, I remember that. that fucking excellent. Yeah, so I'm going to do so that, too. There's so much stuff they do on it. It just drives me nuts. It makes me not want to cry. Makes you want to cry? Makes me not want to try. Ah. Uh, and cry. You right there, uh, Sean? Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's all right, buddy. I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little locked up. That's that's all right. You getting getting a little anxious? What's that? Just today, big cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, big cat. Anyway, uh, Sean, explain to the people at home how they can find you, places, and things to say to them, and what does hetero jebuol mean? Oh, <laughs> I just thought it was funny because it was all these. Uh, Jeb Bush shirts with the Jeb with the exclamation. Oh, I've not seen and those shirts, and now this makes complete sense to me. And please let me say, coming to New Jersey, and uh, I wanted—I was like, I should make a bunch of shirts that say "Headroom" or "Home Debutable." I like it. At rally. Well, I think Just, you should, and then um, get the Westboro Baptist people won't. to wear them. Yeah, making shirts is difficult. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of effort. Yeah, I tried. There was going to be Alex Cash shirts. Took way too much effort and money. Actually, that would be cool because you have a very cool logo. Yeah, I was. I. I mean, there's still. It's still on the table, but basically, it's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it might happen, but it won't. Yeah, like it's. It's. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I've said a bunch of stuff that'll happen on the show, and then eventually, maybe it does. But I don't want to make any promises. Oh, that's the best way. Surprise everyone. Yeah, I will. 
And they'll be like, we don't remember you saying that. Oh, yeah? Listen to this best of. <laughs> Hi, it's 2013. <laughs> promise. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you can get me on Twitter at Bleak07 or um, Facebook. It's, it's kind of a pain in the ass because I, I had the one show and I got the other one before I hit 100. I don't want to make two different shows. Uh, show pages. So it's Thursday NITE backslash here comes the night. Which is very specific. But it's a terrible name to remember. But that's the radio stuff. You can just hit me in. Sean McGann. And you spell Sean like? Like a stepchild. S-H-A-U-N M-C-G-A-N-N Sean McGann. You know, actually, we're, if you want to find out the spelling of Sean's name, feel free to purchase a copy of Periphery available on Amazon.com. Sean is thanking the acknowledgements. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So you could help both of us by knowing what his name looks like and buying my book. Or just read it. I don't care about buying it. Seal it somewhere. Somebody told me it's on a torrent. Go to the library. Yeah, go to the library if you live in, if you live in the uh, uh, Multnomah County area. Or maybe you could borrow it. Like in some kind of interlibrary loan. I don't know. I don't know fuck all about this stuff. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Sorry. Book for it. I have one more thing on the list. Have you have you have you messed up and uh, uh, sworn on the show yet? Used used no, cuss I words. I was thinking about that before when I started cursing on this show. I was like, I can't believe I haven't done it. Yet. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. I was I was thinking about that uh, uh, today at work. Of if I could do an entire show without swearing. Because I'm going to tell you to call in. If you want to call in, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, I might do that. Yeah. Um, I every, think... a, a few people I know have had a problem with trying to do that. They're going to curse. But to me, it's, like a, it's almost like a, um, you know, being conditioned to not doing it in that place. Because I curse a lot throughout the course of a day. But uh, I haven't had slip up yet, so we'll see. Yeah, I was gonna say if I was in a different studio, I know I could do it relatively easily. Yeah. But like I'm so used to this, you know, my apartment is is you know it's it's pretty much you know debauchery and and lots of lots of language that makes baby Jesus cry. Maybe you got to keep like a little poster of baby Jesus staring at you, and then call it. I know I have that poster up. How else is a boy gonna masturbate? <laughs> Well, on Is that, that what note, you meant when you said people asking about stuff you play on the show that yeah. you can edit out? Mm, yeah, I mean, I think I think a few years ago I probably would feel bad about that, but some of the things I've said on the show, I'm good. I mean, if they're still here now, they're 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 not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, I never. Yeah, well, I I probably would have back 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 in the day. I'd get a case of the vapors and uh, oh the day, oh the day. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's that. Well, uh, yeah, I think we're good. Cool. Follow Thanks, Sean man. at Bleco Seven. I'll put up links and um, listen to him on radio shows on Thursdays and Sundays. I'll put up links again because something, whatever, eighty nine point one W eighty nine point one. Or WFDU.FM. Yeah, WFDU.FM. It's the Thursday night show. And what's the Sunday show? Here Comes the Night. So oh, Here Comes the Night is the Sunday show. Very okay. Yeah. And and night is spelled properly? 
on that one, Thursday night is NIT because uh, I don't know why. Yeah. Not my choice. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is about I as like confusing. I like to think of myself as pretty hip. Oh, yeah. I know spelling things wrong. Pretty hip. But uh, that wasn't my yeah, I I'm just a big fan of G and H being next to each other. I just feel like it's the proper way for things. But that's me, you know. I'm a lover. Just be G and H. Um, yeah, but you're you're one of them radicals, you know. Adam and Eve, not G and H. Yeah, they both work. You know, alphabets. Sucked. Sumerians. Yeah, it's all right. It happens. We've been on for a while. John, <laughs> thank you very much for speaking to me. Thank you, Alex. And uh, you have continued a, success. Uh, Yes, I wish you great success on your further ventures. And, um, well, um, Tiny Toon Adventures was a dose of comedy. So I will uh, uh, see you on the internet. Cool, man. Thank you. All right, good evening.